Today's show is brought to you by bombfell.com. For $25 off your first purchase, visit bombfell.com slash glory. Uh, hello, this is Zach, previously from uh, Texas, but having recently moved to Paducah. Uh, in response to last week's episode and the talk about uh, slavery and the culture of the South and whatnot, growing up, our public education, education kind of screwed us in that it tried to skim over all of the slavery stuff and talk about it was land ownership rights and blah, blah, blah. So uh, it wasn't until I grew up into into adulthood and started looking outside of it that I realized that, oh, shit, that was entirely all about slavery. So I uh, thought that maybe that would be a fun thing for you guys to hear. Uh, glory hole. Have a good one, guys. Hi, Tom and Cecil. My name's John. I'm calling from Ireland. I'm listening to episode 374. And uh, just heard Tom say that uh, six million people were killed by the Nazis in the Second World War. And I'm sorry, I just just can't believe that because there's so much evidence against that number. Um, Frankly, I think you'll find it's closer to 20 to 21 million people. Uh, the six million, I think, just relates basically to institutional killings in concentration and death camps. That would be around six million. Um, but if you look at the, the combined effect of genocide and democide, you're, you're really looking at something in the region, uh, well, at least, at least the mid 20 million. I, just go and research it. Six million is such an underestimate. Now, I know that your basic Nazi's going to turn around and say it never happened, but those people weren't issued with brains when they were born. But um, take it from me, uh, it's a hell of a lot more than six million. Anyway, keep up the good work, guys. I, I know it's just a slip of tongue for uh, Tom, but uh, nice to be accurate. Bye now. that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. Just put it anywhere, man. I'll just put I'm it just in. trying to do the intro. Okay. You just go ahead and put some stuff. There we go. Yeah. It's there. Good. No, it's cool. It's okay. cool. No. I can't be shaken. Do you know why? Why? Consummate motherfucking professional. Yeah. Hmm. We blast anyone who gets in our way. You consummate with professionals. Is that what you're saying? I consummate with anyone that says, yes, I won't press charges. <laughs> Today. <laughs> it's a lot of paperwork. Uh, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is... No welcome, Matt. This is episode 375 of Cognitive Dissonance. We're going to have Michael Wood Jr., the 
police chief and cannabis aficionado on later. <laughs> he is... He is, to be fair, he is a Twitter celebrity. Twitter celebrity, which he is huge. He has stood upon rocks. He's huge on Twitter, and he's taller than David Smalley. I believe he's huge. 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 Yeah. On Twitter. And everybody's taller And than I David believe Smalley. he described himself as a police talky guy. Police talky dude, I thought he said. I think it something. was police, police management, management dude. Management dude. Yeah. And it's a great business we're going to talk to him about some cannabis stuff that neither Tom nor I really have expertise in. I don't think he does either, yeah. to be perfectly fair. So, doesn't stop him. So we'll have a conversation <laughs> later about stuff that probably we shouldn't be talking about. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's get in over our heads. <laughs> Let's get weird, baby. The, the Bible says they're going to eat their arms. The Bible says they're going to eat their babies. Then it says they're going to eat their children. That's what people do. When they get hungry. This story comes from Nova-Magazine.net. Trump's spiritual advisor, Paula White. When you oppose President Trump, you are fighting against the hand of God. So Paula White was recently on the Jim Baker show. Now, this is a little different because they were gathered on a fake dining room table. Fake dining room. And it, and it wasn't supported by buckets. It is not. Although, I think financially, it is supported. <laughs> Buy buckets like I everything guess else. It's the house that buckets. Built. So, yeah. If you live in yeah. bucket houses, yeah. don't throw gringo meals. This is this is a long clip. Um, we're hoping we're going to get through the whole thing. It's just crazy start to finish. So this is the Jim Baker show. We're more impressed with a Saul anointing than a David anointing because yeah. we're more impressed with what looks right than what mm. is right. God and help so us. Therefore, we choose things that we think should sound right, should act right, according. And they even say about our president, well, he's not presidential. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness he's terrible at his job. Thank goodness that he doesn't know the systems and can't work around things and get simple things passed. Thank goodness he's <laughs> ill-tempered. And yeah. thank goodness he's intellectually deficient. And thank goodness he doesn't know the proper channel so just tells everybody dictates through Twitter. Right? <laughs> and thank goodness he alienates members of his own party and can't get anything accomplished. Actually, thank goodness for that. Yeah, Actually, I'm, 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 right, I'm, there I'm there right there with you. With you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. And I mean that with all due respect, because in other words, he's not a polished politician. In I like other that words, she uses, hold on a second. When she says polished politician, she uses like 17 like air, air quotes, quotes yeah. right? She does the air quotes. You don't have to do the air quotes. It's what you really meant. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Air quotes are when you're like, oh, this word really means a different word. Yeah. No, no, well, you meant exactly like you meant exactly that. You don't need the air quotes didn't add anything. I guess that's true. To I what that's you something I had said considered. there. He's authentically, whether people like it or not, has been raised up by God because God Because God likes incompetent people. That's God likes to surround himself with incompetent people, so he looks like the ideal I, man. I love what she's about. To, I cannot wait for the next series of assertions because they're just going to be astonishing to consider. I, what I want you to do before you, before you hear what she says next, I want you to imagine if Hillary had won. Yeah. <laughs> just, just put it in your head right now. Just put it in your head. And, and remember that Obama did win. Right. And they didn't say these things. No, they said right? he was, he was the evil was whatever. Right. When their guy wins, it's God raising him up. Right. When it's the other guy wins, it's Satan 1-1. One, one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. God says that he raises up and places all people in places right. of authority. It is God that raises up a king. It is God that sets one down. So and did so God raise up Kim Jong-un? Did God raise up Pol Pot? Did God raise up 
Hitler and Stalin, like all the monsters of history. God was like, well, I thought you guys would want an evil, tyrannical dictator. You want to know what's real hard is when you're trying to figure out how their kin's going to be. Because (laughs) it turns out when you get yourself a king, you got yourself a prince now, didn't you? (laughs) It's not like I could have predicted that knowing all of it. (laughs) (laughs) So when you fight against the plan of God, you're fighting against the hand of God. So wait, wait, uh, wait, hold on. That's because God always swats you with his plan. <laughs> in I just can't. He's like a rolled up newspaper. He just keeps swatting us on the nose with his plan. The paraphrase for me here is it's happening anyway. Yeah. You might as well enjoy it. <laughs> God is going to insert his fist in you. We were not sent into this earth to fit in or or, or, or just to, we weren't just sit here to be a part. We were sent here. What does here that mean? Wait, what did that what is that? What is just, how did, what? We weren't just set here to fit it. We just, I don't, apart. Here <laughs> to take over. Are you listening? Wow. I'm trying- That's the church. Oh. That's why we have the president we have. He doesn't fit. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He doesn't fit. Oh. Amen. He does not fit. He is aggressively uh. not fitting. No amount of lube is going to make that guy fit, <laughs> right? And it's, you can't, you can't grease yeah. that fucker you up enough. Shoot him up with the fucking guns from Ghostbusters. <laughs> He's not a normal president. He's not a normal person. <laughs> He's not a He's normal. He's garbage. Doesn't he sound like he's going to say person there? He's like, he's not a normal president. <laughs> and here's the woman who. Is from the bottomlands. Yes. What? But God has raised her up yeah. to the White House. Yeah. Say my prayers. Say my prayers. What, what are the bottomlands? Paul White, who's gone through the valley of the shadow of death time and time again. Yes. She now can walk into the White House anytime she wants to. Oh, she has a key. Yeah. She has a, like she's got a key to the front. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't even have to knock anymore. <laughs> the Secret Service, like, oh, it's Paul Lalettaren. <laughs> really? She's, I don't know why they she's sound with like the that. other racist. So, <laughs> oh, it's a whole hall of white. It's fine. Yeah, you're going to want to go to the right wing. <laughs> she has full access to, in the Bible days, the king, the president. Yeah. 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 Why? Guys, yeah. Why? Why does she have full access? Tell us because white. she's, she's a white. pretty white preacher, right? Is that what you're going to say? Because God used her and broke her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's also another way that you could get full access to things. I'm being used and broke. I feel like that's what uses and breaks you is just try to gain full access without the proper prep work. Used and broke. Can I just say, I'm going to edit and use that clip. That's a clip I'm saving. That is a clip I'm saving. God used her and broke her. I've watched that video so many times. <laughs> she, she comes away. She says, is there some? Is there some place in the White House I could shower? <laughs> Sarah, is there a shower big enough where I could hug my knees? <laughs> oh, if you'll excuse me, I'm just going to rock back and forth and cry my name. <laughs> yes, I want you to read her book. Right, see at the top right there. It says, "Read this, and you'll be ready for great success." President Donald. Now, King most people Trump. don't get a president to introduce a book. I I need help to stay on the air. 
You know what it means. Yes, I, I I'm so tired of raising money, but yeah. you have to do it. You have Yeah, because you need a new car. Because you so like you're in a fucking suit on a beautiful set. You're a fucking rich individual, man. You're so tired of raising money. That's your literal job. What's all that? you do all day <laughs> is you go to a place and ask people to give you money for garbage. Fuck you. You're tired of doing it. That's your job. <laughs> because God's got great things coming here. I've been shaken until my shoes have been shaken off. Amen. Because you were a criminal. He was a, he was a baby, though, Tom. <laughs> That and explains why I'm not good at math. He's the reason why we have those billboards. <laughs> <laughs> and God is shaking again. He wouldn't be yeah. alive God's if his shoes came off, though. The <laughs> shoes come off. The shoes come off. <laughs> You're gone. That's it. That is that is really like the the limitation of your body is how your shoes stay on you. Right? Like, like you watch, you watch when like that people get by the trains, like shoes right off. Shoes off, fucking gone. right off. Yeah. Like the shoes are like your armor. Did he dead? <laughs> Like, yeah. When you get my car, up. shoes came off. Well, he's fucked. You know what, though? It's a pretty good litmus test. I feel like if I get hit uh, so, hard, so hard, my, my biscuits are just shoes. like, I'm staying here. When you, when you one of them lose, loses, like, you lose one and it goes into orbit, you know you're fucked. Right? You're fucked. Shaking America, people. Amen. And it's time. You better be ready yes. because we're going to have the harvest time. It is That's honestly yeah. going to be That's the it. greatest time. Well, then why do I, I can't wait that it's going to be the greatest it's be time, the greatest time, but you're going to need to survive it though. I buy my buckets. I can't I buy my buckets, Tom. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest. Buy my buckets. I'll buy your buckets. <laughs> How much are they? <laughs> you can make a nice table if you put some plywood on a I swear to God, that's just worse than fucking Ikea furniture, <laughs> right? It's heavier, that's for sure. <laughs> gave us a president who said we're not going to murder babies. You can't be blessed and murder 50 million babies. You can't. Well, I don't need you to can't. murder all 50 million myself. Well, it depends. I mean, what are you blessing them with? If you're blessing them with baby blood, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. If you she can. said pudding. <laughs> she said pudding. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, why in the world, I, I said here, uh, why did I, why did I recommend people to vote for Donald Trump? Because you're a right wing lunatic. Because, because you're right wing. It's good for your business. Because it is fucking, um, it, you know, it doesn't matter who gets in there is good for his business because he's going to spin it somewhere. Yeah, or the that's other, true. No matter what. But it's, it's really good for him because those are the people like, like we've found out that the Johnson amendment wasn't being enforced anyway, because it just didn't have the personnel right. to enforce yeah. it. But he ran on a platform and fucking Johnson amendment goes away. So that's one reason. The other reason is that he doesn't like, he doesn't like abortion again, something your followers like so that you in turn, you know, when you tell people to vote for him, you're just, all you're doing is echoing what your followers want to hear. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's also like, this is the kind of guy who's going to reap the rewards of any kind of tax reform. Mm -hmm. If if Trump got anything absolutely, done. so he'll make the same amount. He'll sell the same number of fucking buckets. I'm yeah. right there with we'll go, right? exactly. Yeah, but he'll but make more money. He'll keep more. Yep, right. And I did it for six months. Thank every you. day. Yes. And people wanted to kill me. Yeah. I mean, I got those people out there watching. Hi guys, that's us. They, hey, they have to watch. They're paid to watch me to try to hurt me. Yeah, I understand. And they come here sometimes, some of them, try to try to hurt me. That's all right. God Jesus has. is with me, so Amen. I'm going to be with him some, one of these days, so I, I don't have my hope down here anymore. <laughs> but here's the thing. The reason I endorsed Donald Trump 
First of all, God told me to. And <laughs> well, that would be the only reason. I know. What's the next what? reason? What? First of all, the only reason I have for you is God told me to. Guys, that's enough, right? Is that, are we cool with that? Pinkies? I, I still do what my dad asks yeah. me to do. <laughs> <laughs> this is this a, was his honeydew list. <laughs> right? Platform. You, we, this, we're sitting on a platform. Yes, this sir. is what you call a stage, a platform. But the platform of Donald Trump says, I'm against abortion. Mm -hmm. The platform says he wants to appeal the Johnson Amendment, which yes. he's, he's already, you, you were there when he signed it, right? And there's the pen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's a pen. It's a pen. It's the pen. It's a pen. It's the pen that they used to sign an amendment that they weren't even really paying attention to anyway. I don't care if it's a pen they fished out of Paula White's ass. <laughs> like, who cares? They did, actually. Come on. Again, who cares? It's the one that Trump used his little tiny Bulgarian fingers <laughs> on. This is the pen. I, 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 I was just, I felt like. Like the heavens had opened. I can't describe this moment. And all, the inauguration and this were probably two of the... There we are with all those I men went, back there. And they're there and in, then, the, I, in the pink dress. I was like, I, I mean, when I say, I just give God all the glory because yeah. people don't, I think, fully understand Can I touch this. that pen? Yes, sir. This is what I waited for yes. most of my life. Oh, because listen, I do a fake shaky oh, voice. God. Yeah, I fucking hate that fake shaky voice shit. <laughs> I am so emotional. I am distraught. <laughs> you should also be distraught with happiness. Merry Christmas, building and loan. <laughs> Merry Christmas. God. Every time a bell rings, Angel gets twigs. Anytime I hear that, Susan's fucking... battles. <laughs> do you just want to hit him right in the throat? <laughs> really, too. Like he's shaking the pen. He's like, "This is what I waited for my whole life. The government taking less of my money and me being able to talk about politics." <laughs> Four. Yes. The government has yes. tried to destroy the yes. church people for decades yes. and decades and decades. How? I, I don't know. What? How? So many decades. Taking though. your money away? Your money away as a priest? Yeah, that's what they're trying. Or, you know, making it so you can't talk about fucking. You uh, can't endorse you a specific can't endorse candidate. A specific, it's the only specific thing they candidate. Can't do. Because you don't thing. pay taxes. And he said, as long as I am president, no more ground. And he signed with this pen. Can you see the pen? Signed with this pen. It's a pen. It's just his, look at his shaky fucking <laughs> shitty hands. I was this pen. <laughs> this one here. I really can't sign my name anymore. Jesus, the guy couldn't fucking draw a straight line. Fucking amazing. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. All right, this is from Right Wing Watch. This is also this is more Apollo White. Also still, also still, also still, also still. But yes, still also. indeed. The fuck? Hello every, and I'm, welcome. <laughs> I'm going to use every <laughs> conjunction at the same time. Paula White is still also, but yes, on the uh, Jim Baker show. Yeah, because she showed up one time and there's just a bunch of tape from it. Right, so yeah. they, there's so, a bunch of different articles because they they edited this tape out into little smidgens that they can yeah, sort of they make fun of. Dole out, right. Yeah. So Trump is under spiritual attack because demons are afraid of his SCOTUS appointments. Hmm. Of course they right? are. Right? Demons are afraid of the... Oh, Someone God. pointed this out on uh, on Facebook, <laughs> and it's it's so awesome. 
the best part about this is someone had said someone really needs to photoshop a cock in her hands <laughs> right now and what an <laughs> what an absolute perfect moment if you right go there. for the frozen moment of this image before this oh. video starts her mouth is open and her hands are sort of in front of her face it would be a perfect moment. So here it is. Here's hold Paula. on a second. Hold on a second. I, do you think they're going to talk about the 28 ounce extreme survival I water? Hope so water what? bottle. What makes a water bottle extreme survival? <laughs> you could fill it with gravy. <laughs> also, 28 ounces. Yeah, 28 ounces is not extreme. I feel like that's not a lot of survival either. 28 that's, ounces. That's nothing. That, right? It's not even a big gulp. Like, <laughs> that's like a little gulp. I showed up to get coffee the other day, and the guy's like, "Yeah, it's nitro coffee, so it's got three times the caffeine." I'm like, "Oh, it sounds good. I'll take a large." And so he hands me the large, and it's fucking diminutive. And How I'm big like, was it? Like 12 ounces or oh, something. Oh, that's tiny. And I was like, the fuck? And he's like, well, it's got three times the caffeine. I'm like, well, I'm going to need two. Yeah. <laughs> you can't <laughs> give me 12 ounces. Was How was it? Was it okay? It was outstanding, actually. Yeah? Yeah, it's outstanding. It's Where's delicious. A uh, local place called Java Plus. Yeah. yeah. Have they, you had nitro? Uh-uh. It's delicious. It's what is soft. it? Soft. It's 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 coffee that's basically got nitrogen dissolved into it like carbon dioxide, but nitrogen bubbles are tiny, tiny. Oh, so it's so like it's, a Guinness. Yeah. It's like a coffee Guinness. Yeah. It's delicious. Oh, it's I'd try soft that. That sounds good. Sweet. That sounds good. I would yeah. try that. How can the president withstand hmm. the hatred and the pressure? Everything he says. He literally doesn't even pay attention to any of that. He no. just makes it into other... He'll just lie. Like, how does he withstand it? Real easy. He just makes shit up. Well, I... I feel like how can he withstand? Like he is, he just he fights hate with hate. Yeah, he's like, also the most powerful person in our country. So he just withstands it by saying, eh, he just not yells it. it. Plus, like just from a practical perspective, he just yells at everybody. Yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> Somebody's like, I've got criticism. He's like, Fah! he just yells, <laughs> fucking gibberish at them and asks them bizarre rhetorical <laughs> questions, then drifts off into the middle distance. <laughs> it's literally what he does. Turn it around. Yeah. Paula, I've never been hatred like this. I've never. Then, no. No. Never Obama been, was loved. Never been hatred like this. Everybody loved Obama. For president. Never in my life seen. They want to trip him up. They asked for him to be assassinated even. I, I, I you know. never in my life. Okay, I'm going to even take it further, right? I'm going to take Please it further do. because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. And there are people right now that are sending hate mail to me right now that are going to say, I can't believe you say this, but you've got to recognize what the real deal is. Especially if you are a Christian right now, you have a responsibility that Jesus Christ gave you the infallible word of God and told you that you are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against What's Dark. wrong with her voice? I don't know. I think she had a stroke or something. Is she chewing seven pieces of gum right now? It sounds mm -hmm. like she's like got something she, clogging up the back of her I throat. I will say every one of these people, though, can talk that Jesus mumbo jumbo so well that, yeah. they, that they, they, they can just go into autopilot mode and talk about it. And yeah. that's what she's doing right now is going into autopilot mode. Oh, this principality garbage. Yeah. It's Jesus autopilot. And it's just so I mean, it's so interesting to watch someone. It's like it's like when you when you talk to a gender studies person, they just get metaphysical. And you know <laughs> what's coming. You just know what's coming.
darkness, right. against witness, wickedness. And so you know the quadrants of the enemy and the principalities are going crazy. Because I think she just had her tongue pierced. I think that's what Wait, that's, that's the sound crazy. I'm getting. Principalities want to control nations by controlling a person. And principalities cannot control this man because he surrounds himself with Christians. Wait, principalities can't control this man. Isn't he like in charge of... I mean, our country. <laughs> like, yeah, I, don't princi- like, yeah, I think she's saying like the principalities are demons, right? Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Oh, and the, and I they, didn't know. I think principalities in this. Is in that this what is that demons. is that what that book, The Little Prince is about? <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think she's talking about demons can't control Trump because he surrounds himself with with good. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, that's, I like that's that. Why. He, like even they won't even they won't even go there. He's not no. so good. No, he's just that he's uncorruptible, he's, right? He's protected, but he's got a yeah. ring. He's got like a fucking barrier. Yeah, of not decent only human does beings. he have a bunch of secret service people that protect against the physical, and that we now have taxed in the seven months that he's been in office. Know, right? <laughs> that they had, they they don't have a budget to follow him around anymore. <laughs> not only does he have that, but he also has spiritual protectors too. Which are like pocket protectors. Yeah, no, less effective. <laughs> he is a Christian. He is a Christian. He loves prayer. And like John said, Donald is- Trump. That's Donald a Trump, reach. Donald Trump loves whatever will get people to exactly. to think he's. I you know I I used to say get people to like him, but I don't know that that's true. Pay attention. Pay to attention him. to him. I yeah. think is better. Yeah. This he is he is a fucking girl showing his tits at Mardi Gras. Yeah. Okay. That's all that sure. this guy. Is. His whole entire presidency should just be measured in beads. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fierce. He has a fortitude. He has an inner strength, but no man could withstand in the natural this kind of pressure. So I'm going to take it a step further. We've got to pray. I mean, I I would argue he's barely withstanding it. Also, you're going to take it a step further and wish real hard at him. Is that what you're going to (laughs) do? Thank goodness. People are being mean Thank to the most powerful person. Goodness. In the world. Is there any way you could wish better in his general direction? <laughs> pray, but fervently pray. Yeah. Men ought to always pray and not faint. We have a re- What? Men should pray and not faint? What? And are those my only two options? <laughs> what do you do? I was going to pray. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fainting human. <laughs> Whenever you open a fucking umbrella, umbrella around just, me, I just fall over. Legs stiff in the, <laughs> stiff air. In the air. I have fencing uh, response immediately. I'm just like... <laughs> Responsibility, whether you like him or don't like him, you can't stand in God's word and not be responsible to pray for those who are in positions of authority. It is again, think about what you're Uh saying about Hillary. You cannot be in the world and not pray for people in authority. Do you think they were praying for her in a loving way when she was secretary of state? Do you think that they were praying for Obama? Right, exactly. No, of course not. No. Of course not. They were telling an entirely different story. It was not God has raised this man up and we should all just fucking kowtow to his authority because if he, if, if God didn't love him, he wouldn't have reached this position of authority. That's what they're saying yeah. here, right? Yeah. And that he's surrounded, he's a good Christian. I mean, Obama was a Christian, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but n- none of that, none of that played. Now we've got the white guy in charge. Yeah. Who happens to be on your side. He's, he plays for your fucking baseball team. Yeah. So it's a totally it's different story. It's a totally story. different story. Right. It's our God-given mandate. It is our responsibility. You've got to pray the will of God to be done for him and through him. You've got to pray in alignment, not soulish prayers. Because if you pray soulish prayers, they're going to backfire and come back on you. And if What does that even no, mean? No, no, no. That's true. 
I'm rubber, you're glue. Oh, yeah. Whatever you say bounces off of me, Tom. I don't know if it's scriptural. Right, yeah. Bounces <laughs> off of me <laughs> and goes to you. That is true. Yeah. I think that's actually a direct quote from uh, First Schoolyards yeah. <laughs> chapters one and two. Um, Please you- open the book of rubber cements. To- <laughs> and that- you know, you can't get in trouble. Uh, with uh, Satan, if you're on Ghoul. Yeah, that's actually. true. That's so absolutely it's fine. true. Yeah. There's, it, yeah, God, even back then we had safe spaces. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a problem. We've infantilized ourselves. You don't go to uh, hell anymore. You basically just lose the game of hot lava. Yeah. That's <laughs> Demons, you go down there, they're on couch cushions. That which you are praying against will come back, and that which you judge another person with, that judgment will be met upon you, and destruction will come to your own family because that's what the word of God tells us. Why is my family fucked up? Because I prayed wrong. My fucking kids, like, I would like some crunch bears. Like, sorry, I prayed wrong. There's a demon who's gonna pitchfork your ass now. You need to eat this bag of dicks. The word of God says we are to pray in accordance to the word for those in authority. That what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> pray in accordance to the word for those in authority. Oh, it, it we means- made- <laughs> Fucking garbledy flowers, man. It's nothing. Live peaceable. Yes. So we've got to pray for our president. We've got to pray for our Senate. Yes. Yes. We've got to pray for our Congress. Yes. We've got to pray for every person that I'm for every white person. All the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was perfect. And those like six black people in Congress. No, they don't count. No, no, no. Actually, yeah, they're a minority vote anyway. They're, they, whether they're they Democrats, yes no, it, it makes no matter. difference. I want to take it further. Our acts of faith, because more than just praying, we've got to do something. Because this man, I have yeah, never. Yeah, because we recognize praying yeah, isn't oh, doing gosh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? More than praying, we have to do something. And that is. Give me your money. <laughs> I know, right? I love that shit. I love when they tacitly acknowledge a prayer isn't doing anything. Yeah. Right? It's like more than praying, we've got to accomplish a task. Yeah. Because we all know that's some bullshit. Right? You know how to amplify your prayer. 70 easy payments in 1995. <laughs> Seen the battles. You really want me to get into all this? Yes. Because we've got 130 vacancies in the lower court. And he is appointing exactly what we have asked for, why we put him in position yes. as the president. We said we will put you in because we want originalists. We want constitutionalists. Yes. We want yeah. right wing Republicans. Right. We want activist judges. No. That's what we want. I, sure. That's I, what look, everybody, who's surprised yeah, by everybody does that. Whoever yeah. gets in office, that's what they do. They put in their guys. Fucking newsflash. That's the job. It's literally the job. Our Supreme Court to be like Neil Gorsuch. He did it in the fastest, which was an absolute miracle by God. Because it's not a miracle by God that they had fucking control of the House and Senate and the presidency. Right? What's the if it's the miracle, then God changed the vote. We've already talked about this a dozen times. That had not been done since 1881, mm-hmm. but we've got 130. And what does lower corner appointments have to do with your everyday living? With your everyday living? Because Supreme Court I justices... I don't go to court every day. I don't go to court well, very often at all. If you're Jim Baker, you probably do. <laughs> right? <laughs> we just have a room for him. It's, it's like a of, green room. You just show up. Oh, Jim, you're getting sued again? Come uh, on in. Here, pee yeah. in this cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to check your ankle bracelet. I'm going to watch while you pee. I can't fucking trust you. You have to pull out a rubber dick. 
get two more. Come on, if we get two more. And right now, I know right now, we are scaring the literal hell out of demonic spirits by me saying this right now. Because if we get two more, we will be able to overturn demonic laws and decrees that has held this nation in captivity. Please pray for me because I am stirring up and I call. Why do I need to pray for you? Yeah, because she's saying fine. Yeah, she does seem fine. Is she saying we need two more justices to die on the Supreme right. Court? Is die that what she's saying? Yeah, uh huh. That's nice. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I wish death on a lot of different people, <laughs> but I always thought that was kind of against your rules. Yeah, right. It's not against mine. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, have any. I don't rules. have any. I don't, rules, yeah. Yeah, I, I just killed like six hobos on the way here. So I'm fine. <laughs> now every demonic yes. network to be scattered, Jeez. every demonic Amen. gathering to be scattered, Jeez. every monitoring eye to be pierced right now yeah. in the name Ow, of Jesus. What? I come. Ow. No. It actually, I I feel fine. What? She's pointing directly at me, and I feel just monitoring fine. Monitoring I am monitoring her right now. I don't like when people look at the things I do on television. <laughs> You're on TV, you stupid bitch. All these, all these faithful people are wearing eye patches tomorrow. The fuck? Like, oh, they're wa- the, the other guys were watching us when we went on TV. <laughs> The fucking what? When your family, the righteousness yeah. of God by the blood of Jesus right now, yeah. that no weapon formed against us will be able to prosper. We lift up our president yeah. and we pray over him and Melania yeah. and all of his children yeah. and all of his family and yes. all those that are called to yes, him to hold up his arms, yeah. that you will cover them by the blood of Jesus yeah. in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And we thank you that he will carry out works of righteousness yeah. in Jesus name. I mean, there's there's probably we probably have listeners right now that can do what she exactly. just did. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like it's it's clearly a skill to work yourself up into that prayer lather. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That and that's what that is. It's like yeah. it's like it's a good soapy prayer lather. Yeah. And that's and it's 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 boring and it's repetitive as fuck. Yeah. And the worst part is is that the happy ending is not so happy. <laughs> they don't even wipe your belly when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> So, Tom, you got some new clothes recently. I did. I did. Uh, so we got I got a shipment from Bombfell. I got my first shipment from Bombfell. Um, and here, here's the deal. So you go online. It's actually it, it, it's pretty awesome. You go online and you put in information about your body. Right. And I have a weirdly shaped shitty body. You have a shitty body. I know. Right. Very and so weird. buying clothes kind of sucks. Right. Because you sure. go. To, like, it really does. Okay, uh, uh, for example. Right. We were we recently got sized with a friend of ours mm-hmm. for shirts. Right? right. So we went in because we were all trying to buy dress shirts and we were sized by for our shirts. Every single one of us had a, a different thing about us that made us not a normal quote unquote right. normal shirt. One of us had shorter arms. I had longer arms. And then you just were fucked up. Like you had a weird, <laughs> like they were just like, looked at you and they're like, we can't make a shirt to fit you. And why? No, no, so, but I'm genuinely, I'm yeah. not, I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. You, you cannot buy I a shirt buy because your rack. neck is big right. and your arms are short. And every time they, they basically give you a fucking parachute with arms in it. Yeah. I can't, I can't typically buy clothes off the rack that don't look utterly ridiculous. They just look, they just, they just look asinine. They just, they sure. do. Yeah. Um, and so buying clothes is actually just a huge pain in the ass, but this is actually really cool. So you go on Bombfell, right? And you fill out like your height, your weight, but then you also tell them like, what kind of, like what your body shape is like, is it an oval? Is it like a, a circle? Is it a trapezoid? Right. So you give them some ind- indication of, you know, like not just the basics, not just like, yeah, I got a fucking 18 inch neck. I get an 18 inch neck. I'm, that's like a three X dress shirt. I look more on my dad's clothes, right? Yeah. I look absurd. Yeah. 
um, you put in information about your body type, right? And then you, you tell them like what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of brands you wear. You actually fill out like a whole questionnaire. Then they set you up with a personal stylist. And I'll be honest, I wondered if it was a bot. I did. I wondered if it was a bot, but then I got a shipment of clothes. I went on, I tried them on. They are the two, other than the ones that I've had, honestly, other than the two shirts that I, or, or the other shirts that I've had that have been made to measure. These are the best fitting shirts I have ever owned. They are outstanding shirts. They are awesome. The pants that I got didn't fit. So I sent them back. I immediately get an email back from the stylist who's an actual person. It's like, yeah, I picked your clothes out. I'm sorry they didn't fit. Then we have an exchange back and forth, an actual exchange with a human being. And then they send me back a pair of pants that fits like a fucking glove. It's a great system. It's a great system. I got clothes that actually genuinely fit and they look good, and you get a personal stylist that you can communicate with. If you're interested, you can go to bombfell.com. There's no code word, but you have to go to bombfell.com slash glory, and you can get $25 off your first purchase if you go to bombfell.com slash glory. We are joined by Michael Wood, uh, Twitter aficionado and police management dude police management dude self-described proclaimed police police management management dude don't beat me up whatever (laughs) you don't beat me up fuck that guy i will make fun of him (laughs) i don't give a fuck he's 2300 miles away i feel he has a credit card (laughs) and access to an airline you're a crazy person (laughs) this is the safest i've ever felt with michael wood so right now knowing that he just told us he's in la he's in la so he's far away that's it uh, so welcome, <laughs> murderer. I just, God, I really thought your show would have improved after all this. Time. <laughs> Clearly oh, not a current listener. Gosh, no. Gosh, no. Thanks for coming back on the show, Michael. Of course, you know I love you guys. <laughs> so for some um, weird reason, before. Be, be, before we start, I do want you know you've got kind of like a cause celeb that you wanted to talk about. Um, you know, something that's, that's very near and dear to your heart. Um, and that's the cause of Little Rock. And Little Rock is the capital of Arkansas. It's a city on the Arkansas <laughs> River, home to the William Clinton Presidential Library. Very, very important stuff. Uh, very excited to talk to you about Little Rock. Thank you. Veterans for Little Rock. Right. I'm not even sure how to transition out of that. <laughs> Did I get it wrong? Did I get the wrong? No, wait, hold on. Hold on. I can do better. You can. It's the Indian one. It's yeah. Starved Rock. Starved Rock is a state <laughs> oh my park. God. It's now a wilderness area on the <laughs> Illinois River. Um, beautiful. Oh. Uh, not not actually too far from no, here. No, it's not. I'm not sure why he's in LA yeah. talking about Starved Rock, yeah. but it's uh, that's the other Indian rock, right? There's no other important Indian rocks. <laughs> rocks are the only things the Indians have at this point, right? It's just rocks and casinos. <laughs> he's not going to talk about Indians. He's talking. To, he's going to talk about how he's going to get the veterans together and protect all the monuments to General Lee. <laughs> In the United States, right? That's what we're doing, right? Is that one soldier to another, yeah. not actually a soldier. He's a Marine. Don't make the mistake. He'll correct you. This is like Eli Bosnick. Standing Rock. <laughs> you guys are the worst. I swear. That's why you're here, he's buddy. Not even, he's like, I'm not even going to. Yeah. Police management, dude. Yeah. Uh, here to talk about Standing Rock. Standing Rock. Veterans for Standing Rock. Are we pro Standing Rock? I don't remember. Yeah. Being on your show is just. Interesting thing. What, what, 
<laughs> I got to ask a question, though. Wasn't this settled? I mean, didn't we settle this Standing Rock thing? Didn't they pull back and say, no, I, we I, made a... I thought we did because when they, they were playing Standing Rock, Paper, Scissors. Yeah. And, and then the somebody threw frozen water. And I'm not sure threw, how that turned the out. The government was throwing a lot of paper. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I'm just going to let you run around there's <laughs> just, just silence on the other end while he struggles desperately yeah. to come. No, up. but serious. And like seriously, didn't we? Didn't this? Isn't this resolved? Like, wasn't this resolved already? No, uh, nothing's ever seems to be resolved. It was the normal de- democratic process of the liberals that we love, called kicking the can down the street and leaving it into Trump's hands. Okay, so wind us all the way back for anybody who's not familiar with the issues around Standing Rock. This is relative to the Dakota Access Pipeline. So tell me tell me a little bit as if I didn't know and had not done extensive research prior to this interview. You know, of I just pretend. Yeah. I just, just, just make believe that we don't know anything about this. <laughs> so the DAPL, which is the Dakota Access Pipeline, was encroaching... That's such a friendly name, a DAPL? <laughs> really How genuinely... How do you oppose a DAPL? <laughs> We don't, I don't it oppose sounds like, dapple. It sounds like a kind of pie. <laughs> right? You know oh, what do like, you have? A dapple pie. Delicious. It's like you can have a dappled horse. Yeah. You can have lighting can dapple. I like that. Right. We are opposed so to So the dappling? rich guys wanted the dapple pie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the rich guys wanted the dapple pie, but the dapple pie belonged to the Standing Rock Soup. And to draw attention to them, drawing the pipeline through the land, Bobby Jean Three Legs. Uh, ran across the country to uh, wait, make wait, a movement. Bobby Jean Three Legs, and I, I didn't even <laughs> want to go there. I knew that. <laughs> well, you're not. Well, you're throw you don't out. need to talk about his legendary Bobby third leg. Jean okay? Three Legs. <laughs> I know it's like it's like a softball to you too. <laughs> his legendary third leg. <laughs> that is we the understand. Most we badass know. fucking Indian we name know. ever, right? It's like, oh, I'm like dancing bear or whatever. It's like I got the name. It means you got a giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> It's a woman. She's a woman, but even bigger dick. <laughs> it's 2017. This is not bigger mutually exclusive anymore. <laughs> so, so they start a camp in the way of the pipeline to continue the protest at running through native land. That was Oseti Oseti Sacajuan that most people know, and the state police were brought in to be the the militarized wing of private interest and began brutalizing the Native American people and protesters uh, so that they could get uh, profits running with an oil pipeline going under a pipeline. That is so crazy to steal Indian land for profits and use the government as huh. a heavy. It's like weird. the first this is time like... that's ever been done. <laughs> <laughs> that's what really drew attention to the issue. We should have a treaty or something yeah. to see if we can't. <laughs> Yeah. Result. Maybe three yeah. of them, because there's actually three of them in this case, which have all been violated. Oh well, it, let's let's be entirely fair though. Like this is exactly what we've always done to the Native American population. We give them the worst, shittiest, garbagiest parts of the country because we've taken everything from them that we like, and then later, if we find out, oh, turns out we like the shit we gave you before, we're gonna take that too. Takes these backs, right? Yeah. It's just that, yeah. I mean, they don't call Indian giving for nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, how come? Why did the the Indians get blamed for that when the ones? Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> it's like us. We did that. Well, I, I feel like it works the other way too, though. You could be like, "Are you gonna give it to the Indians? Well, we're gonna Indian give it to you." Know I mean? <laughs> hey, now. Okay, okay. I think we've just been using the wrong pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Okay, so all right, so the the police come in and they give everybody like Indian burns or however. They're like those hurt. Those do hurt. They sting. They do. I don't like them. With capsaicin <laughs> on their hands. Now, hold. I did see some of these protests. They were fucking brutal. They were like brutal. the they were. they were they were hosing people down in freezing in freezing temperatures. temperatures. There was uh, they were sicking dogs on people. I saw people being beat with with clubs. Um, they pro- I don't know. Did they uh, did they employ any other torture devices? I'm unaware of. Uh, I mean, they they shot them with big rubber pellets. They used the water and froze them. Uh, shut off power. Blocked off supplies. Uh, shut down communications. All kinds of stuff. It was nice. Wow. So that's what got me involved. And this is this is this was land that legitimately belonged to this to this population, right? I mean, by law. Because there is there is some back and forth with that. People are saying that I saw some I saw some images that said that these people aren't on property that they own. They were just on a burial ground or something that didn't belong to them. Was that ever resolved? No, there's a there's a treaty that says that this is undeclared land. And what happened is the federal government said they wanted to buy the land and they put billions of dollars in an account. And the uh, Standing Rock Sioux said, "No, we do not want that money. We're not selling you that land." So that money still sits there in the Standing Rock Sioux could pull that if they wanted to, and they do not. Uh, They did not cede that territory per that treaty. But then those people are actually arguing about, is this the first time, second time, or third time we're going to steal the land? So I don't really find that legitimate. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Did they try to negotiate with beads and to see if maybe that would induce them? Maybe if they bring them smallpox blankets, (laughs) you could just do that as a way to... It's really a heritage thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's it's it's not hate. It's it's just heritage. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so so I know that you and a, and a, some other people got together to try to stop this. Well, right, and so it drew my attention for those same reasons that you said with the Native Americans, because the third principle of American policing to me is the continued genocide of the Native American nations. So that whole situation up there encapsulated all the three things that I say are wrong with policing executed all at once. So that was to highlight the policing issue is what I cared about. Other people cared about the environmental issue. Not that I didn't care, but okay, I didn't care. And (laughs) (laughs) well, that's, that's a significant concern though, right? I don't want to, let's, let's not gloss over that for the audience. Like it's a significant concern about why pipelines it was supposed to go through Bismarck, the white neighborhood, and the white neighborhood was like, no, that's like Fuck totally that. dangerous to our environment. Okay, but that's, that's fair because white people count more. We know that. Apparently, yes. Like, if you're brown, you're three-fifths. Is that the number? No, I can't they remember. stopped that a while back, Tom. They did? Yeah. Well, what, what do Native Americans it. count at? What's their percentage? Mm, much less than three-fifths. It's not three-fifths. No. All right, so the white people said no, so it had to go somewhere else, obviously. <laughs> obviously. So brown people, of course, it's always a decision. And so when they went to put it through, uh, Wes Clark Jr. cared uh, a lot about the veteran issues and kind of like a spiritual cause. And he decided he called me up and wanted to do the, the uh, response with veterans up there to stand in the front line, stand with the Standing Rock Sioux, coordinate with them and serve them in the concept of to protect the people of this country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And literally we identified a domestic enemy and wanted to stand there non-peacefully in front and say, if you're going to do this, you're going to go through us. Did you, did, did you say, say non-peacefully? No, non-violent. Maybe I did say non-peacefully. That was probably... You said non-peacefully. That's <laughs> Freudian slip. I feel like well, if you're getting non-peaceful, yeah. <laughs> people are paying fucking attention. So how many of them did you kill? <laughs> well, there are no more state police. <laughs> 
<laughs> so just period. Yeah. They kill all yeah, the state the police. Just steps all I tried to avoid. Yeah. So yes, the message was nonviolence, but I <laughs> and also the message was come at me, bro. Yeah, the message was <laughs> I'm gonna tattoo a, a teardrop for every one of you that I kill. <laughs> so after we had coordinated everything, um Wes went up there to try and, and coordinate everything with the Standing Rock Sioux, make sure we were doing what they were doing and set things up on the ground. While well, I stayed in LA doing a bunch of meetings and doing uh, the media stuff. And we raised just over a million dollars to try and get veterans up there. And then veterans signed up on a roster of 2000. It, gra- it went too super fast. And we said, please, no more than 2000. And we're hoping we could somewhere float around there that some people wouldn't show up. But when we went to go up a couple weeks later, there was already thousands there before I even got there. And estimates are like 4,000 people, veterans ended up showing. Wow. So um, that's a lot of people in over their head. But the ultimate goal was to get the attention drawn up there for the Standing Rock Sioux to put a halt to the pipeline. And that was largely achieved because President Obama said, okay, we're going to send it back to a review. We're going to kick the can down the pipeline, down the pipeline. That was another one. <laughs> so. but, that, but, they, but that pipeline is also going to go through native lands. So, I don't know, it's a fucking whole thing. <laughs> so in another one of those great liberal ideas and trusted that to the next president and not actually doing anything about it. Uh, but that was a temporary. But to halt. be fair, we were supposed to get a different president. So, <laughs> Well, let's not say that that one would have done anything different. So. Uh, when that happened, then uh, everybody had to kind of stand down. A lot of people went up there like wanting that fight that I Freudian slipped myself into. And we ended up having a lot of lessons learned about a bunch of peeping on a situation where they wanted a fight and having an epic blizzard come through in the middle of everyone being there. And the uh, oh my turning into this reactionary force, the fight police brutality and suddenly happened to be a FEMA mission to rescue people out of the blizzard. Oh my so that went well. <laughs> that, did, so that, 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 went, that went, went well, well ultimately in that no one died. Um, How many of you guys Donner partied yourselves? Like that's, I guess the next. I mean, it was, it was really bad and it was close. I was, I was trying to drive a GMC Yukon back and forth from the camp to the casino to get people rescued out of the camp when the blizzard hit. And I, the, the Yukon was just pushed off to the side of the road by like the wind, like nothing happened. I was just driving straight and it was, <laughs> 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 and, and we were trapped there. And if, I mean, if, I bet you wouldn't have bet on that. Yeah, of course not. And it was negative bet temperatures, 40 to casino. You're not, I'm not even acknowledging that joke. <laughs> so we move on. And, and of course, it was negative temperatures. If somebody wouldn't have been there, we would have all died. So that's the kind of the situation everybody was in. It became this. So you went to fight the government, and then the government came in and saved you? No, no, we did not do that. We did that ourselves. They would not come and help us. They had the roads blockaded and made it even more difficult for us to get the equipment in and did not plow any of the streets, which was a problem and didn't give us any resources. Uh, The closest route to the hospital is a bridge that they blocked off a long time ago. So people have to go hours away to even get to the hospital. They didn't even clear that bridge during this. It's almost like they saw you as the enemy. Almost. <laughs> well, were, were, were the protests by and large from, from your side of the camp? You said people went there, you know, kind of looking to have a fight. Were they, were they by and large peaceful? 
on your side of the camp? Like, were you the... Yeah, everybody ended up being peaceful. You know, a lot of people wanted to take action. So um, a lot of those lessons were learned and how it's a lot easier to mobilize people than to organize them towards a specific goal um, versus their own desires in being a part of activism. I don't know how to put that exactly. I I think that's that's actually a really important important distinction, right? Like getting people excited and riled up is easy, but getting people, you know, maintaining and and planning and making sure that all the logistics are in play for something that's going to be a long-term event, you know, or or an event that's going to require, you know, where's everyone going to piss? Like, what's everybody going to eat? What if the weather turns The logistics behind it is, Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. It's right. easy to get people to show up with a fucking rucksack and be like, yeah, I'm here. It's a lot harder to make that, you know, turn into something that's actually worthwhile. Right. So we need to have organization in place first before anyone does anything like that. And to think about those organizational lines and that the front lines are pro- are not always the most effective way to do it. So when we want to go out there and even when it comes to like this modern Nazi thing that we're dealing with to go out there and be on the front lines and draw attention to it we're learning maybe isn't really the best path. The best path that has been to affect the Zappel protest has been divestment and the court systems and rallying around that versus that hugely expensive and dramatic thing that we did, which provided just a temporary halt. So what's going to happen now? I mean, like it clearly, clearly there's some sort of push. What, what, what is the plan now? Well, we want people to understand those lessons and that movements should be designed with like building a community around them and not necessarily focused on those immediate achievement goals when you're going up against such a big behemoth of a thing. And if we would have done all this and to begin with, then we would have recognized the biggest thing to me and the biggest learning lesson was the extent of post-traumatic stress among our veterans. And in mm-hmm. the middle of this blizzard with this stressful situation, Something that I thought was, uh, I don't know, a talking point, uh, something that wasn't a true issue, was dramatically affecting the veteran community. And it was it wasn't being addressed and taken care of. And tell me about that. What do you mean specific? Like, okay, so you've got all these veterans and some of them are suffering from PTSD. and, And how did that affect your ability to there was paranoia about mercenaries and assassins coming to kill people and the the flashback the confrontational aspect of it pushed people into this this defensive mode like they were really viewing the 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 cops and uh, other people as like a true combat enemy that we should be fighting not something that we were a peaceful action in response to and so a lot of my efforts were spent in protecting lives and reeling in uh a mode that people were easily getting kicked back into because they had never been properly taken care of. That's crazy. I'm just speechless. To yeah, that. I am I'm just too. speechless. Yeah. Like I, I, I was too. And so we had to figure out how to get past that and getting past that. We, we have learned that, that these things need to be built locally with a lot of self care provided through and we need to move. We are taking the veteran stand concept and we're, we're pushing it aside. That is not, we're not ready to make a stand. And our CEO that we're, since we're dissolving that he's branching off to, to build up an organization that is building the, the resources for the post-traumatic stress through non-pharmaceutical ways, such as 
through cannabis or psychedelics or something like that so they can get off of these pharmaceuticals that they're dependent on because we were in the in the blizzard so people ran out of medicine and stuff like that and because cannabis is illegal that's something you could have used to help people but you can't get it and you can't you can't even come through with it because well, it's all they just run out of cannabis too i mean like you just run like whatever the thing is that you're medicating yourself with if you don't plan for X, then you're not going to have enough of that. Let thing. me ex- let me explain something to you about potheads. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay, so when I drove, I had to drive to the to the West Coast, uh, moving here, right? And I realized we only had enough cannabis to get to Denver, <laughs> and we had to be there by the second day. At 10 p.m., where all the shops were going to shut down. So rest assured, we got there at 9:30. We hooked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. I got. <laughs> we don't come unprepared. <laughs> I love the idea that you wouldn't so show anyway, up with your pharmaceuticals. Like, like, yeah, I really need these to be normal. I'm not going to bring enough. But no, because, I, I mean, you can't pass pharmaceuticals around. You can hurt people. People can overdose on pharmaceuticals. You need ma- you need doctors for that. You know, you're not dealing with a harmless substance. We can be treating veterans with harmless substances that are only being stopped because of freaking pharmaceutical and private industry. And it's the same industries and influences that are getting our soldiers killed and having the post-traumatic stress done to them to begin with. So I think that's where we need to go. We need to like focus on self-care and a lot of activism and a lot of what we're doing and unite around this community aspect that I'm not saying that we all need to partner up and, and forget the dumb shit. We need to realize that there's a lot of dumb shit and unite around some actual goals that we can achieve. Just not be shows, try to raise a bunch of money or get on TV or any shit like that. That isn't what this movement can be. That's not what anyone can do in activism. It needs to be local. It needs to be in your neighborhood. And that's where everything's going to have to go so we can circumvent the federal government. But that's just not supposed to be our friend. So you're, you're, so this this new organization that's going to be created is going to be a lot more sort of organizing grassroots, uh, small grassroots organizations around the com- uh, around the country? To draw them in, bring them. We have doctors on board, former NFL people are involved because they have some of the same stuff because a lot of this is, tra- is traumatic brain, brain injury related. So to come out to these facilities where they'll be funded, people can come out and sleep in like a 10 to 20 bedroom apartment. We have uh, houses, we have doctors, we get people with like minds in there. We have therapists, we have growers, we can teach everybody how to do everything and they want to get certified and then have all their doctors that everybody that's signed on to bring letters to the VA and try to get the VA to start funding this stuff to get our vets off of freaking Xanax and whatever the other stuff is that's killing them and leading to overdoses, getting people addicted, leading to suicides. Veteran suicide rate is off the charts and a lot of it can be treated and mitigated through things that we know how to do but our government's dumb and if we can flood them with information and qualifications, then we can actually make a difference. This is not the direction I thought this conversation <laughs> was going to go. I'm, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm wildly unprepared <laughs> yeah. to have this portion of the conversation. I'm not going to lie. So I thought we were going to talk about standing. Well, where's the jokes about, we can have jokes about, I thought it was alcoholism <laughs> and not being a bunch of potheads. And whatever happened to taking it out on your wife, you know what I mean? Like whatever happened to that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to do with that comment. You know, those comments, you know, like I, the, 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 there's a lot of claims in there that I'm not sure that, that I have 
enough information to, to talk about, you know, with, with any knowledge, to be perfectly honest. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if pharmaceuticals are the problem. I don't know that I don't know that I necessarily have enough knowledge to agree or disagree with that statement or that or that cannabis or, or that psychedelics are really, a, you know, the right alternative for those things. I, I don't have a stance on that because I just don't know enough about. Yeah, I don't know enough about all of those subjects or yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't have. A well, ultimately, we know as critical thinkers and skeptics that you want to explore new ideas. You don't want to lock them off and say, no, we're going to just deal with it this way. And we're actually not going to do something. We know it's a problem, but we're going to keep doing the same thing. It's kind of the same thing I argue with policing that we can't just keep doing shit we know isn't working. So even if it's not the right thing, just to let the doctors study it and get involved so that we can look for safer alternatives instead of doing shit we know isn't working. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think anybody with any sense would be hard pressed to say that we shouldn't look into, you know, an, anything. It doesn't. I don't care if it's cannabis or if it's or anything. Anything that has any potential for a therapeutic benefit obviously should be studied and yeah. you know evaluated for its efficacy. I, I, that's that's a no brainer, and I know that. You know, clearly that's a, although it's a no brainer, it's something that there's a lot of political motivation for us not mm. to do. Sure. So absolutely, I'm I'm down with that. I, I, I wholeheartedly. Yeah, but like Morton County Sheriff up there even arrested a couple of veterans that were there with small amounts of cannabis and, th- and put them in jail. You know, so they were trying to do something to take care of themselves, and you can see how the government just doesn't, you know, through these dumb things that we know the drug war doesn't work. We know. Doing stupid shit, and we still we know that the drug. I mean, we've said many times that the drug war is a failed cause. Um, we we also are seeing now more and more states are starting to open up cannabis as a as a legal thing for. Like, I know for sure in Chicago, it's de- like small amounts of weed are decriminalized. That doesn't mean that you can just go buy for it for, for white well, people. Yeah, for okay, white. that's uh, no, I guess that's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> It's yeah. always true. Um, <laughs> yes. But but there's there's other places in the country where it's perfectly legal to go out and buy. LA, but baby. Also, uh, Colorado. You're saying Colorado. Like, I mean, you know, you go to Colorado. The whole West Coast. The, West- the whole West Coast is perfectly legal. It's all recreational. The entire West Coast. Yeah, is, but our conversation here uh, isn't revolving uh, on recreation, right? You're, you're, what you're saying is like, this is about self-care. So this is about using using marijuana as a way to to medicate we need to focus on self-care period it's just that some pharmaceutical ways for our veterans certainly aren't working just across like okay i don't know about that i don't know enough about i don't know about yeah, the issue across so the board. The, but I, but i mean don't you think though that that cannabis so getting to the legalization don't you think that cannabis is going to eventually just become legal in the united states though i mean if you said the whole west coast i agree with that uh, absolutely absolutely you know, I, I think I just I just want to say, like, I think we need to be careful about <clears throat> how we about how we talk about pot. Right. And I'm not anti pot at all. So let me say that. Uh, what? <laughs> what are you? 52? Yeah, man, I'm fucking 52. Here's the Weed, thing. What do you want me to talk about? The reefer. So marijuana's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> reefer to marijuana. Whatever, man. It's fucking swell. Fuck off. They're smoking their reefers. <laughs> So are we? Are we? What are the cool Never kids saying these days? What are you fucking thirty five? You don't fucking know shit either. <laughs> Fuck you. 
fuck you. You fucking got some Snapchat. You think you're fucking one of the cool kids. You don't know shit about shit either. So fuck you and your fucking tone policing bullshit. You're not even a fucking cop. Right. You can't tone right. police so me. So the young kids are smoking the reefer Whatever. these days. Go Reefers. Ahead. It's Whatever. a plural. Give a fuck. <laughs> so my dad used to call it. The my dad used to call it the reefers. It was a definite article. The reefers. Yeah. I I do think like. Yeah, I mean, my personal opinion is that shit should just be fucking recreationally legal. Like, I, I think it should absolutely be recreationally legal. But I think that's a separate and distinct issue from how we use it in terms of its medical benefit. Like, we need to be careful not to decide something has a medical benefit until it's been studied the same way as anything else that's Any studied. Any other medicine, yeah. Where we look at it and we say, okay, you know, I mean, we're, we, we, it's so funny that, that so many people will push back in the skeptical community on on bullshit therapies like you know magnetic therapy or copper fucking therapy or you know fucking taking colloidal silver or any of the rest of that shit and the reason we push back is because there's no good studies that support the use the efficacy we don't know what the dosage is we don't, you know all that shit the same is true for you know uh hammering away at the supplements industry and all the rest of it right the issue isn't whether or not it works it's that it hasn't been studied it hasn't been proven it hasn't been shown if it works we should be able to study it prove it and show it and I think that's what skeptics are asking for. And I think that we need the same thing. We need to decide, look, let's study it, prove it, and demonstrate it. And then we can dose it and we can dole it out. Until we do that in a systematized way, in a scientific and peer-reviewed way, I think it's just as dangerous or foolish, maybe not dangerous because it's not fucking dangerous, but it's just as foolish to decide that it works and is therapeutic as it would be to decide, you know, fucking tree bark is is therapeutic yeah, yeah totally but they they have gotten a lot of science like they have it a lot a lot of it's now down and the arguments have become over what you're saying with dosing and what is the actual compound that's doing it but the great thing about cannabis is is it has no harmful side effect when you're it's used in adults so if you over like there you don't have to worry about oh no i took too much like the worst case scenario is, is you're just going to have to take well, a nap i mean your dorito consumption so, can go yeah, through the absolutely. roof yeah. you know and then you get, right, you get that totally. orange finger but, thing yeah, or if sure. it's cool ranch nobody yeah. wants to kiss you because you fucking stink because yeah. that shit fucking stinks but there's a big i'm just saying cool ranch is disgusting <laughs> and the people who eat it are fucking shameful go on that's because you have not been on cannabis today or you <laughs> I'd rather eat a hobo's ass than a cool ranch <laughs> Well, <laughs> this year's somewhere to dip it. <laughs> All right, so you're I'm saying about cool ranch Anyway, so <laughs> there's a big difference between something people can grow free and in their house if we treat it that way versus something that we allow the pharmaceutical industry to get a hold of, start dosing it and regulating it. And then it becomes part of that same behemoth. That's ripping but if it us works, off who cares when there is. No, no I mean, I, I want to push yeah, exactly. it. Like if it works, if it like, if it works, we should dose it. We should know how much to take for the thing. Right? Like, I mean, that's, that's how we treat everything else. We treat everything that way for, for pretty good reasons. Right? Like, well, cannabis isn't actually a drug, though, because it's it's a supplement to something you already have. You have a, canna a cannabinoid system, so it actually adds opioid more receptors, too, and that's a drug. No, no, those are receptors, so you have to add something in. They don't exist without you adding it in. It's a very different thing. You, it's actually, it's more like a vitamin. Your body already produces. <laughs> <Vitamin> a <C>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I got a cold. Vitamin C. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like a uh, like a pothead that's trying to push the thing, but I mean, if th- that's what it is. Do. It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Guy moves to fucking LA. Bro. He moves to LA. He's fucking hitting the bong the whole time. He's talking to this guy. Jesus. Oh my gosh. You guys are impossible. I love being. I tried to navigate serious topics with you guys. This feels like one of the greatest challenges. Uh, well, okay, so. Go so ahead, anyway, you're leaving me with ahead. the drug war. Okay, so like, if it's going to be used legally for everybody, then why the hell do you care about its medicinal purposes anyway? Why are you going to let pharmaceuticals? Because they're two separate arguments. That's why. Because if if you're going to just like I said, if we're just going to decide it's all usable recreationally, then I'm I yeah I've zero. I'm a hundred percent pro that. Like, let's do it. Like recreational I'm marijuana. I'm also a hundred percent pro medical marijuana if it's provable in a exactly. in a peer reviewed test. Absolutely, well, I'm hundred percent. But they're distinct issues. Really pro medical marijuana in the concept that we can schedule it for it, and then they can doctors can issue prescriptions, and our insurance company can pay for our prescriptions. Now that that's a really cool approach that I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah, it's because you want you want cheaper. Pot. <laughs> <laughs> Is this conversation? Uh, this conversation is about all about, about. It's all about bringing down the price of a dime bag. That's what this whole price. This whole it's thing. a dime bag. Yeah. It's the same price. <laughs> it's just more weed. Yeah, that's a quantity issue, Jesus. Let's talk about the protests that are going on with the anti-protesters and how the police are handling people in those situations. Uh, you you were a police officer for many years. So tell us what you think about how things were handled in, say, Charlottesville. Yeah. Is it great or super great? I guess. Yeah. Like good for racists or better for racists? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's certainly good for racists, but I mean, that's what I've been saying the entire time. That's what policing does. It is the militant wing that executes the will of the oligarchy and which is that's white supremacy. So. That's what policing does. They don't realize they're doing it. That's all the biases in the system that's in place. So they're going to do that every time. We should never be surprised. So what do you, I mean, like, I want to talk like in terms of like actual actions, like, so obviously we, we have a police force, right? And so we have this protest that's going to take place and we know it and we know it's going to be controversial as fuck. And we know because we issued permits that there's going to be an opposing set of protests. What should the police do? Yeah. In your, if you, what? Uh, yeah, Michael Wood is the, is the police chief of Charlottesville. How do you handle that situation where, you know, right. there's going to be a bunch of Nazis and a bunch of anti-Nazis that are going to show up and all fight over a monument. What do you do? How many cars do you drive through yeah. the crowd? And do you bring the general? <laughs> 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 just, we actually have a police department that does this great. Uh, the Capitol Police in D.C., uh, if you want to know, anyone wants to reference any civil disobedience tactics, just go watch the Capitol Police in D.C. They execute it to perfection. Um, so they will line up. They will get their sides. They will not be arresting people. They will push people off to the sides. But you got different issues there, like the open carry thing. So any actual police person that's studying should have been advocating that you would not be having uh, open weapons at a protest. That's got to be part of the permit. You can't have open weapons Can in I the state if you're going to be arguing for it. Like, sure. does it matter that they're open rather than concealed? 
No, I mean, ultimately, I don't want any of any handguns. So, right. I mean, yeah. that's so my should the permit then just be, yeah, you can show up, but you just but you can't, can't come armed? Weapons. And if, yeah, they, if I mean, you see you somebody armed, you, you would just arrest yeah, them. Yeah, you can't come armed to these the things. That could be a condition of a permit. That, that's, that's easy and not a big deal to establish. But you should be dealing with these things way ahead of time and not letting them get to this point that that you're getting here. So it's kind of always like, well, what would you do to solve a problem now after you got to this point when it's always don't get to this fucking point is, is the ultimate thing, but they're not going to get there. So I, I wouldn't be in these situations. You have a police department that that doesn't serve those kind of interests and doesn't allow white supremacists to come in and do something like that. You just don't permit it that way. So uh, in Illinois, when we were getting our concealed carry permits, they had said you cannot bring the gun to any anything that is sort of a public gathering. So if there's a public gathering, I'm not allowed to concealed carry in Illinois. So if there if I was going to go to a protest, I would not I could be arrested and get a felony charge for carrying that weapon. Yeah, I mean, it seems like an absolute no-brainer. So why these areas let ridiculous things like that maintain their books that they're going to enforce? It's like, I don't know. Why are you, I don't know how to mitigate your stupidity to allow that situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you think about... Now, I wanted to, I wanted, I do actually want to talk to you a little bit about um, uh, police disciplinary uh, action in your system. So, um, So right now... Police, it seems like from the outside, it seems like the police are not disciplined a lot. Hey, wait a minute. That's not fair. I hear all the time that whenever there's something happens, the police are involved. The police officer in question gets a paid administrative leave for a little while. And then when he's back from vacation, they say, don't shoot that guy. Don't do it. Don't do that again. So that's a that's a timeout. What does community led policing do? To change that structure. I bet it's the pillory. Civilian-led policing, but we're changing that. Already. We don't have to worry about that. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Sorry. Uh, so how the hell did we even say that? I got I got, I got, got pissed off with you saying the wrong thing. It's civilian-led policing. Yeah. But, but anyway, okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. no, 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 no so, so let me tell you about... Short-term memory. It's a, mis- Shut up. It's a misperception. Cannabis. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever. So there's a misperception in place in that cops aren't punished. Um, when when this really struck me is when I realized that I had known well over 100 cops that had been arrested for crimes that they committed in uniform from Baltimore. Okay, hold on, Baltimore. from Baltimore. Yeah, I, I know you're dumb, <laughs> but you're in Chicago, so <laughs> we don't arrest we our just cops. let them do it. We, we don't give a shit about it. our cops. Just like yeah, I just shot yeah. a baby. Yeah, the moment you start mentioning it, they take you to the police black site here and they kill you, <laughs> which they legitimately oh, have yeah. these black sites yeah. here. So. Uh, now you threw me off track again. Why the hell do you guys do this? <laughs> what hell? Okay, no, stop. God, it's you, you guys. Anyway. I'm going to so, punctuate all your silences with bomb yeah, I got you. <laughs> So, 100 cops out of roughly three to 4,000 cops that were even in the department, and that is a way higher rate of going to jail than the general population. So cops are actually probably arrested at a higher rate than the general population. So they are punished. But, but it's just but it's just the big shit that right. they get off so on. So the though, thing right? is, like, is I could never... when you can blame the cop, then they're punished. When their infraction indicts the system or command, 
then nothing ever happens uh, because that's okay, the that makes sense. That so what are they getting sense. arrested for? Like, tell me, like, what are they yeah, getting, are they arrested, getting for? arrested for? Like stealing money off sure, people and stealing stuff? money. Um, I mean, I knew three that were like attempted murder, um, stealing drugs. There was a towing truck scandal, bunch of things like that. I'm in community led policing, so though, how, does, how do you change that? Now I'm not Whatever, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Cthulhu led policing. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, we still have to remember that punishment is not a deterrent for the future occurrence of anything. So it's never got to be the primary function of what we're doing. So everything we do has to be focused towards protecting the public. And I think that whatever that means, that's for you guys to decide under this system and how you want to handle that. That's one of the things I would totally leave up uh, to an argument with the population on how you want to discipline your officers. I'm going to make my argument to you that punishment isn't the deal that most variety of situations. If we get to this point where an officer is standing in front of the top board, that's controlling the entire police department, you fucked up enough that you probably don't get to be a cop. So what about, what about in the, in this civilian led policing, civilian led policing? I think I said it right. That's yeah, civilians part of a community. It- <laughs> It could be. <laughs> Does it change though? You're talking about punishments for police officers in, a, I think, a, a, a way that many places all over the globe already agree with this. In the sense that, um, in the sense that punishing someone doesn't help change their behavior. Does, this would, isn't something to agree with. This is would, scientific fact. Yeah, would, Vladimir would, Putin recognizes this and says he doesn't. He's against the death penalty and mandatory minimums and stuff because every scientist agrees that that does not do anything to lessen crime. What about our prison system then? Does does your idea for civilian led policing change our prison system, at, or does it just stay the exact same way? Because when you have to change a lot of different systems for this to work. No, I I say we mitigate it. So if we don't like the way the state has doing their prisons, I mean, think about Mayberry back in the day. That sounds kind of weird to, to say it like that. But you have jails. You can have jails where you just hold people. You don't have to send them to the state and send them into that for-profit prison industry. You don't have to do that. That's a choice you make. We don't have to make that choice. So the, the community would hold them? Like, is that, is that what you're saying? Like, a series of like micro jails. Yeah, you can do your own idea of policing. So these are your cops. Do what you want. If God, man, I think about the Cook County Detention Center. And don't, the don't, send, of that. don't send your people there. Just say, I'm not going to send them there. If this guy is drunk, then we're going to build a drunk tank and we're going to take people there and we're going to get doctors to come take care of them. And we're not going to send them into a system that's going to hurt them. We can mitigate it. We can overrule. It seems weird, though, because then we wouldn't hurt the these people, people we're trying to hurt. I know, because here's a fundamental problem that we have. Americans view justice as Vengeance. revenge yeah. plus equality. Well, not, maybe not revenge, but certainly you want violent equality. retribution. No, revenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... Never mind. <laughs> so, so we need to fundamentally change what we see justice as. Versus, versus what our, our entire society allows us. And even when I say the police can do what you want, like you kind of sit there like, what are you talking about? Because it's so mind blowing to us that we could actually be in charge of our own futures. Like that's how corrupted the entire system has made us. We're like, what? There's not somebody to tell us how we will be policed and tell us exactly how police should abuse us and throw us into a criminalized system that's definitely going to hurt our future. Like, 
we can actually take over and do it ourselves. Now, any any leads at all for because uh, I know that you that that your goal is to find a city to become a police chief. Has anything ever materialized for that? No, 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 no. I don't want to be the police chief. I, 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 I gave that up long ago. I'm just going to consult for where, whoever wants to do this. I think they should have their own people and there are people that can do this. I understand how to do the system with using uh, the, the personnel you have. I, I, I don't need to. I don't you don't need to do the work, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I totally get it. Yeah, you want to get paid to be a consultant. I understand. That's where the real money is anyway. Yeah. We understand. They pay people yes, edibles, so we understand. <laughs> um, right. So uh, I think, in a weird way, well, we're really Albuquerque is super promising, which is a, is a weird thing. They no one's ever sports. said that. That's so <laughs> first interesting. Nobody's ever said Albuquerque is super promising. Mostly just take a wrong turn. They only need 14,000 signatures on a referendum, which is really doable. And they have some people there working on that. Uh, Canada, again, you're going to say, wow, shocker. Um, a lot yeah. of people there is promising. They're kind of running with the idea a little bit more. Again, shocking statement. Yeah, a I, lot yeah. of that promising. I preempted you. Hey, you can't make the joke gonna, after I said you were going to make, make the joke. I will make the jokes I make. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to show up and fucking apologize to their criminals anyway. So, so Michael, uh, if people are going to find this new project here, where would they look? I don't know where they're going to look for the, for the Veterans Project going forward, so I'll have to push that out later just by following me on Twitter. So I'll put it on. I'll, 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 what I'll do is I'll put a link to your Twitter so that you'll let them know once it comes yeah, out. Yeah, easiest right? thing there. And civilian-led policing is civilianledpolicing.org. Or, uh, you can also find it at community-led policing. No, I think, you cannot. No? Community-led policing is a federal <laughs> program that bastardized policing. That's having officers on foot patrol in your neighborhood. They're not. That's not what we want. <laughs> this is what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, it's always so much fun to have you on. Thanks for joining us today. Son Thanks, buddy. Bitches. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like to thank our patrons we'd like to thank all our patrons but of course we'd like to thank our newest patrons we have quite a few here morgan tom heather sherry rick john roger eleanor austin amy candace deb aj chase mark amanda Teresa, the godless sociologist blog nix justin dustin the skeptical junkyard Fadu, Ryan, Legalize the Perch, <laughs> Samantha, Justin, Joe, Andrew, Richard, Austin, Alex, Richard, Naomi, Cone Man, the Bong Barrier, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Luke, Taylor, Trent, Josh, Canadian shocker. <laughs> That's when you apologize <laughs> after. <laughs> That's only when you use the pinky in right. one of them. Uh, Which one? <laughs> Tim. Whichever one they want. All right. And you apologize That's ahead so of time. Polite. John, Joel, Kane, Emerson, Catherine, Tabitha, Gennaro, the Golden Cod, Maruz, Kevin, Mike, You Are Here, Sci-Fi, Audio Drama, Lot, Brock, Fog Lover, and Melissa, thank you all so much for your generous donations. Thank you. Um, we are still hopefully going to be working our way towards uh, the Cecil quits his job goal. So yes. if you're interested in Cecil quitting his job, you may want to head on over to patreon.com, sign up as a on a per episode donation. Uh, the closer we get to that goal, the better off uh, the, Cecil the, is. The, better <laughs> off the, the closer I am to not working 
uh, as a corporate person anymore. And that would be a, that would be a change in life that I would certainly welcome. So if it's something you're interested in doing, uh, you can go on over to patreon.com slash dissonance pod and, and pledge on a per episode donation. We thank all our patrons. So thank you also very much for your generous donations. It would also mean, I think that we could do a lot more interesting shit with the show. If you had yeah. full time to dedicate to it. Absolutely. I feel yeah. like, I feel like, better and different guests, a lot more different uh, interactions and those sorts of things would be, would be the norm. We got an interesting message. Um, This is from Alex and Alex says that he was listening to pod save the people. And I don't know that podcast, although I, I suspect it's made by the same people who make pod save the world or something, which is a very popular podcast. Um, But they, uh, they interviewed a person who the was the governor of Virginia. And uh, they talked to him about what happened down there, what happened during that, uh, uh, the state of emergency that was happening. And they said that um, the reason why there was not as many police stopping things from happening, at least according to this interview, was that there was a lot of problems with open carry. Yeah, in fact, he says that the uh, protesters in some cases had a better arsenal than the Virginia National Guard. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what happens too when you have yeah this kind of you know no gun control gun control, right? Absolutely. So I talked about floppy ear Doberman's last episode, and Katie sent in a picture of her dog that is absolutely adorable. So I'm going to post it on this episode show notes because that is. A rare pupper. And I'm going to post that. That is so cute. That Doberman is so cute. So we're going to post it on this week's show notes. Katie, thanks for sending in. I also do not want to weigh in on that anymore. So I'm done. (laughs) Mike asks, do you think being a troll and being and saying racist things that you apparently don't really believe is better as bad or worse than being a genuine racist? You know, I don't know how you can say racist things without being kind of racist, kind of racist, right? You know, you got to kind of, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. So, but, but let's, let's assume the premise of the question. Um, I think, I think, I think a troll is as bad as a racist. Yeah. I don't, I don't see a, an appreciable difference. Yeah. And what, what, is, why do we dislike racism, right? We dislike racism because it's an attempt to belittle and harm other people who've done nothing to deserve that belittling and harming, right? It's, it is a a belittling and harming. It has nothing to do with the content of the right. character, character of the, the person, person that you're yeah. belittling and harming, right? Well, I don't really see much of a distinction between racists and trolls. Yeah. I really don't. Trolling is, is a repugnant, valueless activity that seeks to harm other people for no reason. Yeah. So the same thing with racism. Right. Yeah. It's the exact same <clears throat> thing. And I, and the person uh, contends here that, Knowing that you're doing something wrong is worse than just being indoctrinated. Yeah, so just it. being wrong. The problem is, is that even though you're indoctrinated or racist, I think everybody understands the value of what is happening there. Yeah. They understand they're not being, that they're being selfish and that they dislike other human beings. They're being, I think, I don't think you can be a racist and not be self-aware that you're a racist. In 2017, yeah. I'm right there with you. So Tom, uh, Jason has an interesting question for us. He says, uh, many years from now, when the train wreck is all over, something like the, the Trump presidency, who is your pick to play Trump in a movie? It's it's a good question. It's one I actually want to leave up to the audience. So um, tweet it to us. Yeah. Tweet us. Who, who would you like to see play Trump 
in the inevitable movie of this goddamn train wreck. And you know, well, Who played ha- W in the movie W? That know. was an excellent movie. I don't remember. Um, but I will say this. This week, we'll ask Megan to post it on Facebook, and you should reply with a GIF. Oh, I love it. So yeah. we'll, we'll set that up for this week. Yep. We got a message from Eric, and Eric wants us to mention a website. We're trying to spread the word for this website. And this is a website for a nonprofit. Uh, it's strikeoutslavery.com. Uh, it's to stop human trafficking. So we're going to put a link to it on this week's show notes. Check it out. Um, there's also, we'll also put a link to a video that, uh, that Eric sent from Twitter. We'll also put a link there too. check out this week's show notes and, and you can, uh, you can head to the website or check out the video. So we want to thank Michael Wood Jr. for joining us today. Michael Wood uh, can be found on Twitter. We'll put a link on this week's show notes to all the things that he does. Uh, you can check him out there. And, uh, and I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.